Jesus heals a man of his physical blindness and then even more miraculously of a spiritual blindness today on the Rest in the Work of Christ podcast. Happy Saturday to you. Hope your weekend is off to a great start. Welcome to the Rest in the Work of Christ podcast as we are working our way through the Gospel of John and finding rest in the work of Jesus Christ for us and for our salvation. We are at John chapter 9. We're actually going to take the whole chapter today because it is all one account. Um, Jesus healing a man that's born blind. Lots to talk about in here. So let's get right to it. John chapter 9. As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. After saying this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with the saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means, this word means sent. So the man went and washed, and he came home seeing. His neighbors and those who had formerly seen him begging asked, Isn't this the man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said, No, he only looks like him. But he himself insisted, I am the man. How then were your eyes open? they asked. He replied, The man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed, and then I could see. Where is this man? they asked him. I don't know, he said. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had been blind. Now the day on which Jesus had made the mud and opened the eyes man, man's eyes was a Sabbath. Therefore the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. He put mud on my eyes, the man replied, and I washed and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said this man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others asked, how can a sinner perform such signs? So they were divided. Then they turned again to the blind man. What have you to say about him? It was your eyes he opened. The man replied, he is a prophet. They still did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they sent for the man's parents. Is this your son, they asked. Is this the one you say was born blind? How is it now that he can see? We know he's our son, the parents answered, and we know he was born blind, but how he can see now or who opened his eyes, we don't know. Ask him. He's of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders who had already had decided that anyone who acknowledged that Jesus was the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. That's why his parents said, he is of age, ask him. A second time, they summoned the man who had been blind. Give glory to God by telling the truth, they said. We know this man is a sinner. He replied, whether he is a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. Then they asked him, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered, I've told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? Then they hurled insults at him and said, You are this fellow's disciple. We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but as for this fellow, we don't even know where he comes from. The man answered, Now that is remarkable. You don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners. He listens to the godly person who does his will. No one has ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. 
To this they replied, you were steeped in sin at birth. How dare you lecture us? And they threw him out. Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, and when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? Who is he, sir? The man asked. Tell me so that I may believe in him. Jesus answered, You have seen him. In fact, he is the one speaking with you. Then the man said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, For judgment I have come into this world, so that the blind will see, and those who will see become blind. Some Pharisees who were with him heard him say this and said, What, are we blind too? Jesus said, if you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. All right, this is a longer section here, but uh, let's work our way through it. So this man is blind from birth. And uh, the prevailing thought of Jesus' day was that if you had something like this, it means that you were guilty of something or your parents were guilty of something and that was passed on to you. That's why you were going through this. And that's a prevailing thought in our day-to-day too, right? If I'm going through something, I must have done something to deserve this. And that, that was what was going on here. And so the disciples asked Jesus, I mean, who sinned here? Was it this man's parents or was it he who sinned that he has been born blind? And Jesus says, that's not what this is about. Uh, this man wasn't born blind because of any of his sin. It wasn't because of his parents' sin, but he says it was so that the work of God might be displayed in him. Right? Jesus is going to perform a miracle. Uh, he's going to have an interaction with uh, these uh, religious leaders about it, but most importantly, um, something even more miraculous is going to happen near the end of the account. So Jesus says, I am the light of the world. I'm in the world. I got to do uh, these, these uh, works while I'm here because night is coming, right? The, the end is coming. And so I got to proclaim, um, perform miracles, continue to um, reveal myself as the Savior. So he, he heals this man. It's so interesting how he does. Uh, he, he makes some uh, mud out of, the, uh, out of saliva and out of, the, out of the dust of the ground, and he, he uh, goes uh, and he washes where Jesus tells him to, and he comes home seeing. It says so simply. He came home seeing. Right? He goes home. Uh, the people in his hometown say, man, we... we um, we think this is the guy who was blind, but we're, we're not really sure. It looks like him. He says, I am the man. Um, and, you know, he, they ask, well, where's the person who, who healed you? And he's like, I don't know where he is. Um, so these people um, who, who know this man, and now he was, he's, can see and he was blind, take him to the religious leaders, take him to the Pharisees. Um, and then comes out the fact that this is the Sabbath. Remember, Jesus has already been criticized for doing a miracle on the Sabbath earlier when he made the, the lame man walk. Here, he performs another miracle on the Sabbath of, of uh, healing this blind man. So he, the Pharisees say, this guy can't be from God who did this because he's not keeping the Sabbath, right? They're still stuck on this. Right? But, but other people are saying, man, if he's just a human being, if he's a sinner, how can he perform such signs? So they're divided. Um, and so they turn to the blind man, to the man who was blind. What do you say about him? And he says, well, he's a prophet, so he doesn't quite realize who Jesus is yet, but he obviously realizes he's, he's got power. He's, he's not just some ordinary person. Um, they say, uh, get your parents, right? The parents come, they start, you know, pelting the, the parents with questions about who healed your son and was he born blind? And, you know, they're hesitant to say much of anything. They say, just talk to our son because um, these religious leaders, it's gotten out that they are out for Jesus. And anyone who sides with Jesus, anyone who says that he's the Messiah, they're done. They're, they're out of the Jewish faith. They're out of the synagogue. And uh, so they come to the, the man who had been born blind again, the man who can now see. And he says, tell us the truth. We know the man who's uh, healed you as a sinner. 
And uh, this man starts to get a little, you know, and they um, cheeky with them. He says, you know, do you want to be their disciples? Right? You seem really interested, right? What did he do? Um, he's like, I don't know, right? I, I've already told you, I was blind, but now I see. And that's what it is, right? Uh, and they start to insult him. They start to throw insults and say, you're his disciple. We're disciples of Moses. You're on this guy's side. Um, we don't know where he's come from. And, and then the, this, this blind man, give him credit. He, the, the man who was born blind is, you know, starts going at them in, uh, a little bit more and says, you guys don't know. You're the religious leaders. You don't know where he's come from. But obviously this guy's from God. And obviously you're not on the side of God because this is no ordinary man. He couldn't do these things if he wasn't sent from God. And they have enough of him. They say, you're steeped in sin at birth. Again, back to that idea that you were born blind. That means you're, you're a sinner from birth. You've got your own things to worry about. You cannot lecture, lecture us. And they throw him out. Well, he gets thrown out. Uh, Jesus hears about it. And he goes and finds the man. Jesus seeks out this man that he is healed because he's not done with him yet. The greatest miracle in this account is not the physical uh, healing of his blindness. The, the greatest miracle in this account is not that his eyes now work for the first time ever. And think about just how miraculous that is. This guy's never seen a single thing in his entire life, and now he can see perfectly. That's not the greatest miracle. The greatest miracle is now to come. Jesus starts out by saying, do you believe in the Son of Man? And, and already, they, they, as a Jew, right, he would have had an idea of the Son of Man would be the one who would come uh, to, to rescue his people. Um, the one who would be the Messiah, and he says, tell me who he is. I want to believe in him. I want to know who he is. And Jesus says, you've seen him. You see him with your physical eyes. I'm speaking to you. I am the Son of Man, and this man is brought to faith and says, Lord, I believe, and he worships him. This man's spiritual eyes are opened to come to know Jesus Christ, not just as this miracle worker, not just as a prophet, but as the Messiah, as his Savior from his sins. Oh, and thank God that this miracle has happened to us too. That we have come uh, to know Jesus through, uh, uh, through faith. That our, we were once blind, but now we can see, as we sing in Amazing Grace. Our spiritual eyes were opened, blind to, uh, originally, uh, uh, by birth, to his blessings, to, to faith, to forgiveness, to peace, to life, to, to heaven. All of this we were blind to, but our spiritual eyes have been opened through the work of the gospel, through the work of the Spirit, through that word, through our baptism, our spiritual eyes have opened. We see Jesus for who he is. We see him as our Savior from sin. And that is the greatest miracle, isn't it? The miracle of faith that God has worked in us, that we might have life forever through him. I thank God for that. And just this last little section, Jesus says, um, you know, the blind see and those who uh, see will become blind. The Pharisees are standing there and say, what are we blind? And Jesus says, um, you claim that you can see, but you can't. Right? You don't see me. You don't see me with spiritual eyes. And that's the greatest miracle here in this count. You're so wrapped up with me performing a miracle and who I am and that I'm doing it on the Sabbath that you are completely missing the point. You are blind in sin. You are blind in unbelief. Um, and Jesus died for them too. But, but again, these miracles uh, are, are, bringing, are, are confirming people in their faith, but also um, are, are confirming people in their unbelief too. Right? And so uh, Jesus says, I wish, I wish you'd be able to see me, but you continue to reject me. You continue to want to stay in the darkness of your unbelief. Uh, but for this man, his life was changed. This man uh, can not only see physically for the first time in his life, but spiritually, 
sees his Savior, Jesus. And thank God that we too get to see Jesus through our eyes of faith. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for coming and bringing light into this world. And we thank you that you went to the cross and, and your life was uh, snuffed out so that we might have the promise of life through you and with you and in you forever. Lord Jesus, we thank you for opening up our eyes of faith, for sending your Holy Spirit to work through word and sacrament, to open up our eyes, our eyes of faith, so that we can see you and know you as our Savior and all the blessings that you come to bring us. We thank you for this work that we can rest in. Simply know that it's all done. We receive it by faith, the gift of the Spirit, and uh, in you we have life and peace and joy and uh, the promise of an eternal life with you forever. We thank you for all these blessings that you give in your grace. Amen. All right, friends, hope you have a wonderful Saturday. Uh, we'll take off tomorrow for Sunday. Blessings on your worship wherever you will be worshiping, either in person or online. Um, if you don't have a place to worship, we'd love to have you worship with us at uh, Heritage Lutheran Church. You can find our worship on, uh, online on our Facebook page. It's facebook.com backslash Heritage Gilbert. That's all one word. And also uh, we have a YouTube channel. So it's youtube.com backslash C backslash Heritage Lutheran Church, all one word. So you, our YouTube channel is youtube.com backslash C backslash Heritage Lutheran Church. And uh, we broadcast our worship service live at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, Pacific Time. So uh, love to have you join us uh, online if you are not worshiping somewhere else. But uh, we'll be back here Monday and we'll jump into John chapter 10, the Good Shepherd chapter. God's richest blessings on your weekend. Bye-bye.